Welcome to another episode of My Dog Has Fleas. That's the Halloween edition. <laughs> oh, yes. Spooky. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of My Dog Has Fleas. That scary voice was Carlos joining me today in studio. And the topic I want to talk about was actually something that came on, well, it was in my mind today. I just, I was just driving along and I was like, man, <laughs> you'll like it. It's about animals. <laughs> of course. No. Um, not specifically dogs, but I was just thinking about like, you know, we always get animals for personal reasons, for selfish reasons. Uh, I want a cat because I want it to be cuddly. I want a dog because I want a jogging buddy. I want a cat because I'm sorry, I want a bird because I want it to talk. But then you get all these animals and maybe sometimes they don't actually do any of the things that you wanted them to do. For example, yeah. Rue. So I got a cat. My first two cats when I was younger, they were great cats. I love them. They were cuddly, almost too cuddly. One of them would like sit on my pillow while I was sleeping and like knead in my head while I'm sleeping. And I was like, holy cow, how do I sleep with this? And the other one, my first cat, he wasn't, his name was Chin Chin. He wasn't very like cuddly, <laughs> like, but he would, um, Chin Chin has such a sad story. I'm going to tell you guys about that. Yeah. His name is Chin Chin. Starts there. He's a beautiful boy. He lived a very long uh, life. Um, Chin Chin. I don't actually know that if that was his name. Um, so oh how God. I got Chin Chin was, I was like, I don't know. Let's say I was like five or six years old. And wow. actually the scar that I carry on my forehead is from him. Um, just got too close to him and he whacked me real good. So when I was younger, we had mice in our house and there was this dollar store. It's called Mr. Dollar. And there was a cat at the dollar store. And my mom went into the dollar store one day and said, hey, I have mice. Like, can I borrow your cat? And these people said yes. Like, who says yes? Like, oh, just take my cat. Like, this is not part of the dollar store sales, services, <laughs> offerings, like products. Like, you know what I mean? It's just a, It's just a store cat. So we got him. We took him home. We set him up with his litter box and all that stuff. And I went in, um, he was sitting on like the stairs that goes down into the basement. We don't have railings or anything. And I leaned in to smoosh him and he swatted me and I was like, oh, okay, good. <laughs> and um, that's how I got my scar. Everything is great. And then Chin Chin did a great job. He killed all the mice and he would bring them to my mom's room and leave them in front of her door for her to find them in the morning. And when Chin Chin's job was done, we went to return him and they were like, they didn't want him back. So we kept him. And that's how we that's how we got my first cat named Chin Chin. And I don't think his name was Chin Chin. I don't actually know what his name was. Um, but I'm pretty sure the store didn't call him that. But I don't know. And yeah, so <laughs> back to my story. Uh, Chin Chin was cuddly, but like he would sit on your lap or sit above you on the couch and he'd hang out there. Rue? When I thought I was getting Rue, I was like, well, first I got Rue because he was going to be Amelia's cat. But then he torments her so much that I'm not quite sure how Amelia feels about him anymore. But they have their relationship and Rue loves her. He can't be without her. But um, I wanted a cuddly cat. Like, I, you know, you always see these posts like purring is so good for your health. It has healing, <laughs> healing properties and vibes, you know. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> come here and purr on my lap. <laughs> Rue's not purring on my lap. Rue doesn't want to be near me like that. He's not cuddly. And then I'm like, man, this is such a small animal. And I thought he was going to be like this really loving, cuddly kitty. Like my cousin has three and they're they're wonderful. Jokes people. on you. 
I know. Yeah. And they're all cuddly and they're beautiful and, and they sleep with her and they nuzzle into her neck and they do all the cutesy wootsy things, you know? And here's my boy who's like, I'm going to sit near no, you and on your hair, but I'm not going to like, you know, you can see when you touch him that he starts to like need his hands, his little paws move, you know? So it's like he's yeah. getting in his feelings, but he's got he doesn't options. want, <laughs> he doesn't want to be near you unless he's like in his box, but he'll go cuddle with Amelia like readily. Um, yeah. And I was just like, man, I got a cat who does not live up to my expectation of what I thought I wanted, like, you know, what I thought I was going to get. And then it just got me thinking about, hey, people do it all the time with their dogs. And that's what I wanted to talk about. <laughs> so is it like the story of you get what you don't, you don't get what you want, you get what you need, or is it something else? I don't know. Would you trade him? No, you wouldn't. No, he loves that boo-boo. He's my boo-boo. So with dogs, you wouldn't you wouldn't trade them either. You learn to No, but you so don't you... fight them either and you don't try to like put them in situations that's gonna make them uncomfortable, right? So like Rue, I know he doesn't like to cuddle, so I'm not gonna cuddle him. Um I do only what he says is okay. <laughs> So if I can only pet him when he's sleeping and he's laying on my hair, then I do that. But I'm not going to, like, force him to sleep with me under the blanket or something, you know, like, that's just not going to work. And I think where I'm going with this really is, like, meeting your animals where they are versus what we think they are, where we what, what we want them to be. So let me ask you this. Do you think he, the way he is, is uh, 100% who he is or it's a result of how we are with him? Carlos, remember, I don't like when you question me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, please repeat your question. <laughs> I just got nervous because when you start asking me questions, I'm like, oh, my God. God. Well, um, in, in, is his, he... in his case, it's it's how he is. It's not so much... Uh, unless maybe you have tried some things to okay, how can I get him to purr and and it just hasn't worked or it's he's kind of grown out way. of purring. When he was a baby, he was a purring machine. If you touched him, oh my god, he wouldn't stop. Um, but now he doesn't purr as much. Like he purrs, um, I don't know. I guess when he's in his box, but I don't know. Like so, none of my animals aside from Zane are cuddly. Um, Amelia is not a cuddly dog. She needs her Let space. Let me ask you this. Are you cuddly? No. And you're going to say, oh, <laughs> because you are not. So your animals are no. like that. No. That's what you're going to say. No, it's not. Yeah, but you it, are. It's funny how that, you're going funny there. How that worked out. It's In funny how it worked way. out. It's funny how it works out. <laughs> Maybe I want to be cuddly, Carlos. <laughs> That's what I was going for with these animals who don't want to cuddle with me. Yeah. So, what what have you done with him? Have you have you do you just grab him and do it? Because I mean, well, with a cat, what are they gonna do? He's a freeloader, so you know he has to pay in some ways. So I do grab him sometimes yeah. and cuddle him, and then I pay for it because I'm allergic to him. Um, uh, yeah. So like right yeah, now, I'm yeah. battling like some very uh, uncomfortable lips because when I smooch him, oh my god, <laughs> stuff happens. But um, but I don't well, try he, to force go. it. Uh, but once again, he's giving you what you need, which is to not have too much contact he's yeah he's a doctor but he doesn't know that like you know too much Does of that, he? she might die cats are very smart 
I'm not sure he has a PhD. Isn't, it, isn't there isn't there a book about um, ways that your your cat's trying to kill you or something? He's doing the opposite. He's trying, trying to keep you alive. Trying to keep me alive. I know. Yeah. But yeah, like you know, some people will go as far as to like take their cat, lock him in the room, and give him no other place. I don't do that. I don't lock him in the room. I let him like free roam around the house. He does whatever he wants at night. He sleeps where he wants. I sometimes see him downstairs. Sometimes he comes on the bed. Sometimes he's in the other room, sleeps on the stairs. Like, you know, he sleeps on the mat in the bathroom. I really don't know. Ruth seems to be very busy at night. Um, Are you also, there's something that you do that I've seen. Uh, there's, I think someone in my area that loves doing this is taking their cat off for walks. Yes. Does he like it? He loves it. He loves it. He, we're is. all outside. He cries to come outside and he'll stand up. What, and what more could he ask for? He knows his Today, harness. He, he's just not a purr then. You're doing everything right. Yeah, I know. And then so let's so, talk about Amelia. So I was like, oh boy. Well, Amelia is just like, <laughs> I didn't want a adult dog who might have issues. You know, when I was rescuing, I wanted a puppy. Well, Amelia was a puppy. She was four months old when I got her and she came with a whole boatload of trouble. Like it was, I was like, whoa, you're an interesting case here. What do I do with you? Um, and I, I panicked. I was like, oh my God. But I wasn't going to give her away. Um, and I do things for her that, you know, are beneficial to her and maybe not so much for me, but you know what? It's okay. It was an, it was an adjustment and I've adjusted my life and my, uh, my lifestyle for her. And it's working out because as long as she's happy, I'm happy. But uh, like, for example, I was walking around the other day um, in the neighborhood and um, one of the neighbors goes, I didn't even know you had a dog. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, I go, yeah. Well, because Amelia, we don't walk around the block. She doesn't have fun walking oh. around the block you know so oh. we go into forests and we run and that's what she did that's what we do and I, I make the time to do these things with her um but yeah I do I wish it was a little bit more cuddly like she is getting there like it's she's five now right but every every year she's making some waves and and um it's nice to see but they're definitely like not what I thought like Zane mm, I never had any expectations with a green cheek conure. I didn't really want a parrot. Like, I did not say no. I wouldn't say I didn't want a parrot. Um, I had no idea we were getting a parrot. So we we were asked if we wanted a parrot. And then I was like, okay. And Devin said, okay. He's always wanted a bird. But Zane became my bird. And then he went through, like, this whole terrible two phase, which really started when he was, like, four. And it lasted a while. And basically, it was, like, his maturity and... He became territorial and he was like aggressive and he would bite. And now he's um, 14 and he's he's really a delight. Does he talk as much as other birds? No. Um, does he? I don't know. What do people really want from their birds? I don't know. Like, can I send him outside to go fly? No, because, <laughs> you know, he probably won't come back or maybe a, a hawk will see him. And yeah. Take him oh, like, bad image. Know. Yeah. Or yeah, or he'll go towards the danger. So I I don't do those things. Um, what I have liked like another bird that I think is more fun, which is not fair to say. Zane is a lot of fun, but like I like umbrella cockatoos. I think they're a lot of fun. I think they got a lot of personality or ringnecks. Um, but I think even saying that, it's like, oh, you see them on TikTok. That doesn't mean you're gonna get the ones you saw on social media. That doesn't mean they all you come know, equipped with that personality. I'll say this, though, even if you had gone because you're not and most people aren't like just happy with what we have. It's just I think it's just who, how we are. Even if you've gotten exactly how you wanted all three of them to be, there's probably still some kind of trait about each and every one of them that you probably wish was different. 
Yeah. Whether it was and good or, or bad. You'd probably it's just funny, stumble. like throughout my days, like my years of having them, I never thought like, oh, you're not what I expected. Um, yeah. I just kind of like, okay, this is what I'm dealing with. And I think that's what people with children, like I wouldn't know, I don't have children, but I think this is what people with children kind of um feel. Like you have your kids and you don't know what they're gonna grow up to be. You don't know like what kind of personality they're gonna have, but you love them so much that you're just you don't even notice, right? But somebody mm -hmm. like I feel like since I've been doing dog training, I'm very observant. I'm observant in people's mannerisms. I'm observant with their behavior and, you know, their the way they respond to certain things and just the way they carry themselves. And um, I don't think so. You can, I could see that when like, you know, a child responds a certain way or they do things a certain way and it's like, huh, but the family, the parent wouldn't notice, you know, um, that their kid is not my expectation. What do you mean? Like looking like they're not uh okay oh. for example like say you have some kids who talk back to their parents um yeah. some of them do it in secret and some of them do it in public right and so you'd catch on you'd like be like oh you know but to that parent some of them they don't even mind like they like not to say they don't mind but it's like it's not something that they're gonna be like we need to address this right now we need to work yeah they don't this. yeah yeah um yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to talk about like how our, what we want is not always what we get. And um... and then how people respond to it, because that's mm -hmm. exactly what you're saying. Like those people are not. And I wonder what goes through their mind. Is it just like when I was little, I would almost get that look like, wait till we get home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Wait till we get in the car. But like. It's yeah, yeah, it was like, oh, and the, sh the drive was short, like, you know, so it's kid, like, kids oh. are smart, right? Yes. It's like, you, you, we know you're not going to do it in here. So let me try. But parents are smarter. So. Oh, yeah, they wait. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's or at least very rarely that doesn't happen with with dogs as far as they're doing something because um, to out of not spite, but out of like, haha, you can't do anything here. Because then, honestly, even with the dogs that you, oh, my God, mm -hmm. I got the, the type of puppy I wanted, there's still dogs where something in that relationship is not going to go well at some point. It's it's normal, and they're going to find a way to tell you. And obviously, that's not what you plan for, but how you respond in that moment. Because I think in that example that you're saying with someone, with their child, and their child acts out, and um, the person does, the, the mom or dad doesn't do something, that's going to probably make a difference later down the line as to mm -hmm. how my mom and dad responded this way when I would do that. Um, you probably forget yeah. why, but you you remember how they react in those scenarios and it'll be the deciding factor whether you want to go through those scenarios again with them or heck, maybe even other people. Because I think that's what your dog is going to keep at the end of it um, is how did you react when I told you that I was feeling afraid in my own way? And how did you react when I told you that I was feeling happy and because um, those are, you know, factors that are going to happen regardless of what type of dog you, you get. Um, the relationship is there regardless. But uh, what you're saying is that the people just get to a point of accepting their dog as they are and loving them as they are. At or some point, at some point it, it sinks in, but not right off the bat. A lot of time I find people try to fight it. And they'll yeah. approach me and say, I want my dog to do X, Y, Z. And I'll be like, your dog doesn't want to do X, Y, Z. Do they compare Let's try to the dog before? To the previous um, dog? Some people do and some people don't. Some people are like, I don't want to replace the dog. So they already know it's going to be a completely different experience. Um, some people, they do compare. 
Um, and I'm I'm guilty of it too. Like I have old dog syndrome. My old dog and yes. I don't do it anymore. Um, because I, I realize that Amelia is not a Trina. Amelia is her own little, you know, uh person, dog. <laughs> she's her own. And um it's it's just better if you meet her where she's at than trying to like fight her and make her be somebody else. Like you're just you're just never going to achieve that. It's two different entities. Like they're just not, you know. Uh mm-hmm. but that was a fun example that you said. Imagine dogs actually had the mental capacity to uh to be like, oh, I'm going to act out at the dog park because you're not going to do anything. Yeah. And then you get home and it's like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> if they actually could think like that, that will be hilarious. But they yeah, don't. With, Dogs don't um, think like that. They just do. Or with, yeah, I mean, they, they know, they, they probably can in some way generalize. This is the kind of response I get here versus over there. Just like with, we'll get a lot of, I'm sure you get this where, oh, my my dog, when I'm walking him, he doesn't listen. But when my husband walks him, right. Very he does. Different. And yeah, yeah. And and here's to figuring out what that even means as far as listening. Is he actually shutting down or listening? Um, yeah. But uh, they they know what will work. But yeah, you're right. They don't. It's not from the mind from the mindset of uh, let's see what I can get away with today. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be super cute, though. My goodness. Well, that was me as a kid. So um, every whooping that I got, uh, yeah. I can remember fondly as, uh, you know, I probably deserved it. <laughs> I didn't um, I didn't think about like what I could get. Like, I I think I pretty much operate as a dog. Like, I see it, I do it. I when want it, I get it. I, yes. And like, and then if they said no, then I'd act out. But it wasn't like, I'm impulsive. Like, no, um, I was manipulative. I knew yeah. okay, if there's a no. guest coming over, I can get away with more than that when smart, there's Carlos. not a guest coming over. No, I that's, wouldn't. No, wait. that's not, that's not being smart. That's being, well, I, I don't know if I would, if I would premeditate. But you strategize, where, like, you know, like, all right. Well, in, yeah, in over. that, once you're there, yeah, once, once the people no. are there and you see your parents are distracted, um, they can't do two things at once. Or you're like, hey, I'm gonna grab my the, the Game Boy that you confiscated because I don't. I I know you're not yes. gonna act in front of yeah. The no, no, no. For me, it was like, uh, like you've just taken something away from me. I'm still gonna go get it. Oh, there's people here. I'm still gonna go uh, get it. Um, like yeah, I didn't. I did. I would never thought like, okay, I'm gonna wait. And then when they come no. over, and then I'm gonna <laughs> ask. I'm gonna ask case, when yeah, they're yeah. here because you're gonna be nice to me and you're gonna say yes. Uh, yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not gonna. No, no, and my parents don't care if I ask them. And like, my parents were like, my mom was so strict. Oh my god! So I was like, uh, I just, I, and I do it now. I do it now in my big old age where it's like, I see and I do and I want and I get and I just, I do whatever. Like for me, the sky is the limit, and um, I don't know how I'm gonna achieve some of the things, but I'm just like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna get out there. I'm gonna do it. Um. But yeah, that's some... most that's most dogs. Yeah, yes, they, they I operate that, like a dog. Uh, I'm impulsive. I don't have you rationale. want them to have that can do mentality because it's for for a lot of people that don't even have that in the, in their life. Yeah. As far as like, uh, I just do my own thing and I don't try to push for your your dog might. So in some way, it goes back to you got a dog that you needed to maybe inspire you to push the envelope a little bit in some scenarios. Um, I'll have remorse I guess at some it's... point. But yeah, but if you yeah, like you're saying where people are looking back or at some point their perspective changes of their own dog, do you, yeah, I wish they would in some cases change sooner um, so that the dog can actually be seen yeah. for who he is. Imagine how much years you're fighting and you're going against the grain where uh, like you yeah. could have been, you know, at a really nice, happy place, like so much sooner 
than like being like, oh my God, like, why don't you want to walk? Why don't you want to run? Why don't you want to do this? Like, why don't you behave like that dog? Like, why are you not like my old dog, Sally? Like, you know, why, why not just like, just start looking at what you got and like, uh, you know, seeing what makes them happy. Like I've, I've, I've said this before and I said it with like my other, in another podcast where I was talking about like acceptance, but, um, I was just bringing up this topic because it's not that I've accepted it. Like I I didn't actually know what was happening. I just thought about it today that I have a cat um, who he's not very cuddly and I wish he was. And I was like, <laughs> man, I totally missed that mark, you know, um, like where do I find this cuddly cat? And it doesn't matter who you bring in or what you do because it's going to be mm. the same. You never know what you're going to get. It is a gamble that you take when you bring in a living being who has their own personality, their own, um, you know, thought process, their own complex emotions, like, you're not gonna get what you want. It's yeah, gonna and be it's easy. tough, because you can't, you, you can't just break up with them. And to be honest, <laughs> I, I wish that most people, if they were to surrender their dog, I, I, I wish it was on the premise of um, they're not cuddly, or that they I want to mm. run and they, and they don't, or I want to walk and they, and they don't. It's mostly it's not necessarily, I think, that, which I wish it was. It's more so, I think, I, I just don't understand my dog, period. It's not, oh, I fully understand him, but we're just not the right fit. So let me find you someone who, who is, now that I understand you. But I think with most dogs and their relationships with their pet parents is that understanding is not even there. So it's, it's so hard to even just yeah. get that acceptance because they don't really understand the dog, period. Um yeah, it's uh, like any other relationship, but they can't walk out of it. Um, so it, it, it's 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 tough. I, I do like to be as, as transparent as I can with people as far as the dog's energy level and their demeanor where, hey, you'd rather go for a stroll. He'd rather go for a run. So how can we make, you mm -hmm. know, uh, make it work for you, for you both? And I mean, hopefully that brings them some kind of uh, peace or um, helps them maybe realize it and, and accept it and hopefully work with it. Um, like as opposed to their dogs working against their dog's nature, like trying to find some way to work it, but it's, it's, it's tough. Yeah, it is. Well, you can cuddle Wu now, then you could just, just grab him. We'll, we'll see if he will hear it. If he purrs or if he gives you another scar, like Chin Chin. <laughs> he doesn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Chin Chin. I love it. And then or there was Simba, but I'm pretty sure Simba was a girl. Let's grab a, a flirt. Does he use the flirt pole? You know when I cuddle him? When I give him those Trudeau treats. The, the ones that's in the... um, It's like a yogurt, a go-gurt tube. And it has mm -hmm. like... I don't know. It's it's um like liquid yeah. almost. Uh, like pudding. I don't know how to describe this thing. Um, And I, I give it to him. And while he's licking it, because he just loves it so much, I cuddle him. You trap his ass. There he goes. So cute. Well, I don't know. Maybe one day he'll be like, oh, <laughs> look, she cuddles me and she gives me this. And it's not so bad if I just give in. But you don't want your dog to, or your cat, whatever animal, to just give in. Like, what is this? We're not trying to, like, you know. No. But you got me wondering if, will, but... if they, if they, because generally speaking, for a lot of dogs, the first three years, nightmares, maybe. But then afterwards, kind of maybe yeah. goes down a little bit. I wonder if that happens with, with cats where they just go, you know what? I'm going to behave so. in a different way now. I, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, so like Amelia, like from, you know, she's an ongoing thing. Training is an ongoing thing. Um, But we're at a really nice place right now 
where, so let me, let me paint a picture. So we go on runs. And when we first used to go on runs, Amelia would go buck wild and run. And she would always stay about 15 feet in front of me. And I would know where she is. Um, and then she got older and then she would disappear from my sight. And then that's how, like, it was just, it, just the progression of like this confidence in this dog. So she'd disappear and then I'd call her and she'd come back. When she was younger, she was the dog reader at the dog park. She wants to meet all the dogs. She loves them all. But when I first got her, she was afraid. So we did some work. She started loving all the dogs. We started going on runs. She would stay close. Then she started to go out of sight. Uh, and then um, now we're at a really nice place where like she'll go out of sight, which is fine. She she normally does. But if she sees something, watch me jinx myself right here. If she sees something, she doesn't run towards it. She'll stop. She'll come back. She'll check in. She'll wait for me. Um, and she's taking such good cues now. Like I can say, Amelia, wait. Amelia, come. Um, you know, and, and she does all these things and we're at a really nice place when we're on our walks that I can just, you know, kind of control and manage the situation just by my voice. Um, and I, I love it. And I'm just like, man, like she's going to be six in December and I'm already like getting some anxiety here about like, man, I, I want this, I want this stage and this phase in our life to continue, you know, where no. she's still young enough and she's still, um, agile enough to run and enjoy herself and I can go out with my bike and um, you know she we can keep up with each other and we can still have this like this wonderful relationship that we've built where she checks in with me and she disappears for some time she comes back but she's not like she's not wild and free like when she was very young and she'd see something and just take off like ev eventually I'd call her and she'd come back um, recall was never an issue it was just like um, but now we're just at this really nice point in our relationship, specifically when we're out on runs and stuff that I'm really enjoying it. And I'm just like, man, I want to hold on to this a little, a little longer. And it's just because she's matured, you know, she's got all that wacky stuff out of her, her system when she was young and, right. um, you know, and also like meeting her needs and stuff, but yeah, they do evolve and they do, they do mature, um, things change for her. So she's not the, every dog's dog now. Um, she doesn't like when dogs run up to her and rush her. And that's just something that I, I recognize. I saw it happen and I was like, oh dear, she's not enjoying this experience. Um, and right. Rue, he's an outdoorsy cat, but he's not an outdoorsy cat if nobody's outside with him. So he's like, I need the company. Um, right. and that's nice too, you know, and it it's nice. Like, you know, you win some, you lose some, there's some cats out there that won't even put a harness on. They freak out. Um, there are some dogs out there, can't let them off the leash to never come back. So it's like, you know, it, it but yeah, that's, it's just, it just goes back to like, sometimes we get what, you know, we don't get what we want, but there are some things within there and you just learn to like accept them. And then you end up like really falling in love with that particular little trait or something. And that's kind of what yeah, happens. Yeah, it uh, becomes the norm. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know, you don't recognize it. It was just, right. yeah, this, this thought I had today was. I was just like, man. And I think it was because my cousin, um, she lives out in Georgia. She rescued five kittens and their mom. And I was like, all of her cats are hand raised and they're just amazing. Like, they're just so loving. And I'm like, uh. my cat ain't like that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're going to close up here now, guys. I hope you enjoyed this little conversation that Carlos had about sometimes getting things that we don't really know what we're getting and what we're in for. Um, but just, yeah. And with that, I'm going to close out. Hope you all enjoyed this episode of My Peace Dog out. Has Fleas. Talk bye to you bye. later.